Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord will have me speak to you on what I've titled this morning when the net is empty. When the net is empty. I grew up with my parents watching how they live together. My father happened to be the chief technical engineer in his company, that's Nigeria Airways. And my mom happened to be a domestic engineer of her own, that's a housewife. I watched both of them as they stayed together. My mom approached my father and she told him, I want to start business or a petty trade. My father refused. He said he makes much money that he shouldn't bother going out at all. Just stay and take care of my children. Hallelujah. Along the line, my mom is someone that can't hold back. She opened up the discussion again several times and my father, you know, granted her the permission. In the process of time, Every month, my dad always give her a stipend, or what they call a pocket money. I don't know how much it is, so don't ask me. So, but what I learned from my mom, she normally saved out of it. So there was this next door neighbor on the, I mean the next compound, that you know she's a seamstress, so she engaged herself and started learning how to sew. I'm going somewhere. Just follow me closely. So, and why she was learning that, the little money she has saved, she was able to buy a crate of mineral. Those days we have what they call tandigurana, mirinda, and the rest of them. Ginger ale. She bought some crates of them, and. She, we used to have the small fridge. She stocked them so that she can sell to people in the compound. Life was awesome. Then my father used to go to Leventis. He would buy us different kind of things. You know, Leventis bread. How many of you know Leventis? So on that level. So we enjoyed ourselves. But my mom still continued to do what she was doing she learned how to sew she was able to start you know doing a petty trade and before you know it 
sometime in um, 1988 no before then when my dad because my dad lives in the lives quite early in the morning returned back home by four so when we're on halls my mom would send me and my younger sister out how many of you know shomolu alade market i used to trade to hawk i'll carry drinks yes i hawked so we will we'll make sure we return before our father comes home so that he won't catch us because my mom my father will be very angry with her, with her why will you send her children out there to go do that but we are there's labor dignity in a label we're happy and excited doing it i sold ice water not this pure water they are tying in nylon bag we'll carry it in a, a bath with different sizes of cups they have the one cupboard the two cupboard on if you want we'll give to you go and try it now nobody they'll say you want to give them cholera so i'm going somewhere in 1988 my dad came home one day and said he's been retired we could no longer enjoy that that Levantine's bread anymore and all those luxury couldn't afford it but thank God my mom stepped into the boat and took over while she was still sewing and doing her petty trade she got into restaurant and started making good money food food is a good business so very good business in and out of you you can do it so she earned some money and that was how we were able because we are crying me and my younger ones how are we going to go to school we don't know any uncle we don't have any person that we can look up to my mom called us look up to god he would do it when the net is empty it's an advice to every married woman in the house don't sit at home even if you sit at home, there's a business they call uh, sit at home and make money. Sit at home and make money. You can sit comfortably in your home and make good money. Praise the Lord. My mom stepped in. And she was able. She did not do it with arrogancy or that she's the breadwinner. Even in those days, my mom would say, please, when they ask you who is paying your school, is your father, not your mother, a wise woman. Tell them what is your father, not me, your mother. There's wisdom in that. I had, I saw, I, you know, when I was still, you know, growing young, I mean, getting, you know, older, and uh, along the line, one of her friends, I learned a lot from my mom, though she's no more. A friend came to meet her and she told, and the friend told her that my daughter um, got, gained admission in the university and she's to study medicine. Sorry, I have to digress a little. I'm speaking to the women now. And in the process of their discussion, the woman told my mom, I was able to raise 30,000 and give to my daughter to go to school. I'm so happy she was flaunting it. My mom said, wow, that's awesome. You know what she did? 
He said, you raise 30 and it's only one person. Me and my two children with the university. I raised 50, 50,000 for each of them. Did you get that? Did you get the joke? I raised 50, 50,000. In short, in the next two, three weeks, I will look for a way somebody is coming back because there was no online banking then. That I will send more money and send to them. You don't see person one can't give heart attack. The woman got up and walked out sluggishly. Wise woman. Don't let anybody push you around. That's why I don't engage myself in someone that will tell me, my husband gave me 100,000. Eh, he gave you 100,000. I don't know why I'm digressing to women today. It's not Mother's Day anyway. Eh, my husband gives me 100,000. So therefore, me that my husband gives me 10,000, I should go and kill myself. Or hog transformer. I don't keep such one as friends. Rather, for if I have you as a friend, I will try and look for where and raise. Do you see the, what my mother did? Did you get the picture of what my mom did? You won't come kill me. He sent them packing. Just go. When the net is empty, hallelujah. Let me not just keep telling you stories. We need to look at scriptures. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. I read from verse 1 to 6. So it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets then he got into one of the boats which was Simon's and asked him to put out a little from the land and he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. For when he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your net for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toyed all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. Somebody shout hallelujah. When the net is empty. We are all very familiar with the story. Simon Peter was one of Jesus' disciples. Hallelujah. This is a man that is a professional in fishing. Hello. He was a professional in what? In fishing. He knows how to fish very well. He can tell you the good spot where you will stand and you will catch the fish. He knows the tactics. He knows how to do it. Nobody to direct him. You know, you know how you feel when you know something. You know that this is your area of jurisdiction. I can play keyboard, but you are very good at it. 
can play drum but you're very good at it and there is no way i would tell you give me k you say no there's nothing like k there is c or f right you know when you are perfect in what you are doing this is your area of religion. nobody can tell you. this is how you know how to do it he was a professional peter was a professional fisherman that is all he does for his for a living that is all he do for a living and one day came he set out and he went to the lakeside to cash you know some fish the wife was at home waiting when he will come home with those fish and also the mother-in-law praise God many at times we just look back and say wow God help me Peter what he know, see when you know when you say that somebody is a master he's a master in this thing but that very day came he could not catch anything do you know how frustrating that could be he was frustrated he was discouraging he was disheartening he felt bad he was annoying how can i come a whole today or four day and i did not catch anything so many of us are in that position that you have you know that this thing you have studied let me use student for an example you have studied this area you have syllables and unfortunately for you fortunately for you you got to the exam hall they did not bring out that place Mbo. how do you feel giraffe will start to wait till you write eh? i mean how will you feel you have read you have jacked let me use that word you have jacked you have ethical you know everything fortunately for you you got to the exam hall and what you read did not appear you'll be stranded heaven will not let you down and you will not be stranded in life in the name of jesus that was a situation peter found himself he just couldn't understand it i'm a professional in this thing how come i know i know the spot when i throw my net i will catch great fish and suddenly that very day it all happened this way praise the lord if you look at verse 2 he said and saw two boats standing by the lake but the fishermen had gone from them and they were washing their nets and i asked why were they washing their nets they needed to clean up the net in the process of trying to catch fish they will have caught some death they will have caught some trash they will have caught some bad odors they will have caught different kind of thing but no fish enter it i could just imagine peter sitting down by the riverside to wash the net to clean it up in frustration and in anger 
Sometimes we are like that. When business didn't go well that very day, you feel so bad. You feel unhappy. When the net is empty. And when he did that, verse 3 says, then he got into one of the boats. Who got into one of the boats? That was Jesus. He got into one of the boats. May the Lord favor you this morning. There were two boats. How come it was someone's boat that he just stepped into? He wanted to do something, but unknown to Peter, he didn't know what heaven was up to. But my joy is that Peter did not carry that frustration on Jesus. He did not carry that frustration on Jesus. Transfer aggression. Now waiting, now waiting. Come on, leave me. Is that the way to get the whole thing? No. He did not do transfer aggression. I'm so grateful to God. It's like he know maybe partly, like the scriptures, they say we know in part. Hallelujah. So he, he organized himself. And Jesus said, push that boat a little into the water. And he started ministering. He started ministering. And Peter sat among the crowd to hear the word of God. To hear what Jesus was to say on that very day. Hallelujah. And I read John 15 verse 5 Peter needed to hear that word he said I am the vine you are the branches he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit for without me you can do nothing is expressly spelt out so that means in the days he was fishing he was like yes that is his profession like I said and he knows how to do everything so he never thought one day would come that he would not catch anything. But Jesus needed to minister to him and to the crowd as well. Even his partners were inclusive. And he said, I am the vine for you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. And that goes to us. For without God, you can do nothing. For without him, you cannot achieve anything. We serve a mighty God. The God that's yet from the end unto the beginning. The God that knows how to turn things around. The game changer himself. How come you continue to do a particular thing and maybe you are not seeing any, any gain? Then you begin to murmur. Tell somebody, change your style. Change your style. You cannot do the same thing the same way, the same time, and you expect the same result. Sometimes it can go this way. Sometimes it can go to the left. Sometimes it can just move backward. Hallelujah. Change your style. Change your style.
change your style of living. Mama, a lot of things are not working out the way I was. Change your style. You are unmarried here, trusting God for, for, for a, 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 an awesome husband. It is not all about makeup, it's beyond it. It is not all about human hair, it's beyond it. It's not all about the nails. They are good, please, I'm not condemning it. But it's beyond it. Am I talking to someone this morning? Change your style. You see a beautiful lady, but eh, anger spoils the thing. Eh, be vibrating like volcano. Hey, which man won't carry that one put for house? Fire. I've watched a a a a, a film where two women. We are praying for their children. Eh? And said that their own daughter or son will not marry any woman or any man that their mother is still alive. Yes. You know why? Because of what they passed through. Experience. Why will you dwell in your past and yet you want a new thing? Why will you do well in your yesterday when there is a today and when there is a tomorrow? Let it go. If my mother did not buckle up, maybe things I for not know how to speak uh, this small English while they speak. Yes. It's a call to wake up for each and every one of us. Peter did not carry that frustration and I'm, I'm grateful to God that he sat down to listen to the word, knowing fully well that he cannot do anything without Christ. Hallelujah. He can do nothing without me. That is what the word of God says. And he began to hear that I will raise fallen stars. He was falling already. I will give hope to the hopeless. He was hopeless already. I'll bring out the buried potential. The frustration alone is enough to kill the, the buried the potential in him. And Jesus came and preached the totality of God's word to him. You are in this place. And you're thinking, how are you going to make it? Just trust him. The word works. The word works. W-O-R-D. The word of God. It works. It's quick. It's sharp. You speak. It happens. God watch over his word. He always watches what to go for. To accomplish what he has been spoken for. It doesn't go back to him. Word. He said in Genesis 1. He said. And God did what? He said in the beginning. God created heaven and earth. And the earth was without form. Void. It was shapeless. But when the spirit of the Lord came, just hover over it. And he said, let there be light. And there was light. There is power in your mouth. 
there is power in your tongue. Praise the Lord. When the net is empty. It's not a time to give up. It's not a time to throw in the towel. It's not a time to just say, Lord, I'm, I'm tired. Keep pushing until something happens. Pray until something happens. When the net is empty. What happened to the woman with the issue of blood? She had a sickness and buried it for over 12 years or for 12 years. He went all around seeking for help. Spent all money. Sold her properties. Sold all she has. Just for her to be whole again. But she proposed in her heart. If only I can touch the hem of his garment. You must propose in your heart. What exactly you want to achieve this year. And you must be intentional about it. And you must be purposeful. Thank you my brother. You must be intentional about it. You must propose in your heart. Just like Daniel did. He proposed in his heart that he would not defile himself. With a king's meal. You must propose in your heart. What do you hope to achieve this year? When the net is empty, look up to Jesus, the author and finisher of her faith, the game changer himself, the destiny changer himself. With him, you can accomplish so much. Hallelujah. And after the ministration, and after the benediction, hallelujah, Jesus said to Peter, let's look at, let me quickly go back, yeah, Luke chapter 5, verse 4. The scripture says that when he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your net for a catch. The word works. Don't think that because Brother Eze is a great singer, then I must be a great singer myself. Locate your own. Be on your own path. Stay on your lane. Don't envy any person. Hallelujah. That same thing that God have graced you in, he will use it to turn things around for good. Am I speaking to someone this morning? He will use it and turn a whole lot of things around. When the net is empty. Something happened in my estate within the week. He had a security guard that went out there in the morning after praying he took sniper yes he was almost gone that was on Monday morning they rushed him to the hospital thank God that heaven intervened he was made whole I had opportunity to talk with him my husband spoke with him as well a 20 years old boy what was the problem 
whatever the amount they are paying him that he comes from a home that the parents are divorced see my brothers and sisters the married ones whatever it is whatever it is whatever it is ensure you you save your marriage whatever is going to take you please i beg you in the name of god please keep your home the devil is out there raging looking for where he will devour he will devour he said because the parents were separated and he have to manage the, ma the mother is already married to another man the father is married to another woman and there are two so imagine that when the mother left he was about two years old so it was one of the aunties that raised him that he out of the money he's paying his school fees he's feeding he's sending money to the father send money to the mother then take care of the younger one neo how much how much security so i now asked him i said is it enough for you to take your life you only see me and greet me. Why didn't you stop me and seek for my attention? And I will give you a listening ear. Suicide is not an option. You don't owe that life. So why will you take it? Let the owner of life take it where he wants to take it. Suicide is not an option. We just told him and say, Hey, school fees anyhow we will intervene no matter how it is we will pay at least you can feed he has no even place to even stay it's just in that guard room or whatever it is when the net is empty it is not a 